Hey, it's Trevor. This is our setup episode for Fist. So if you don't want to listen to us kind of go over the characters and the interactions and the place where they live and stuff like that, you can just skip to the next one and get right into it. Hope you sit back and just enjoy this little offshoot we're doing and be sure to wish us luck because holy shit, we're going to need it. Hey, welcome to Who Needs Heroes. This is us playing a side of us as a spin-off game. We're playing Fist. Uh, it's actually going to be me, Trevor, playing as the narrator for the section. With me today, I have Austin and Gello. We're going to be playing Fist for, I guess, for fun on the side for a little bit. Um, Fist is a mix between a Cold War era where the world has never left it. Everyone is hot on the trigger waiting for something to happen and a supernatural sci-fi game. Imagine, you know, the Cold War if Stalin's right-hand man was made out of a thousand bees and his wife could teleport and, you know, our characters can die, may die. It's a very lethal game in which insurgents can happen, people can come in, um, but if they play right, hopefully nobody is murdered. It is also powered by the apocalypse, as most games are these days, I guess. If you guys want to go over your characters that you currently have right now as we're establishing the world. Sandman is a 5'11", skinny but toned person of an indiscernible gender. They have a chin-length, wavy black hair, are clean-shaven, and have permanently half-lidded, almost like sleepy eyes. But they do wear an expression that never changes from just being on the verge of angry. They wear like a black turtleneck, black yoga pants and have a small dark messenger bag kind of like off black and you want to you want to say the fun the most important part of uh sandman <laughs> the the biggest hurdle sandman doesn't talk so we'll figure out how that works over the course of this first game <laughs> <laughs> oh of course, you're not only going to be listening to myself and Austin playing mouse. Uh, we are going to have Gello and Sandman speak in some form, um, whether that's internal monologue, um, Morse code, sign language. Um, he will just be speaking. But in the game world, we're envisioning that as, you know, him being silent. The character that is currently living is Mouse, the fugitive, being framed for a crime that they did not commit. The murder of their commanding officer. Mouse is a older man who's been on the run for quite a while now. He's got a bald head, long beard, very malnourished. Looked like he barely eats anything anymore. And he wears an all black waterproof jacket with matching pants and boots. And wears the dog tags of all his fallen soldiers, including the commanding officer he was framed for. I have a question regarding that. The framing of your co you said you have the dog tags of him if you were framed for the murder how do you have his dog tags because i was the one that found the body oh okay bad place bad time okay i fucking like that so we have you two it's gonna be really fun trying to play a system that's as lethal unforgiving and tactical as any other one that we have ever played with only two people but i'm excited to see how this works out and i think our our player builds are meant almost perfectly for it you guys are going to be really good so we are going to be starting off i think we chose a section in a you know futuristic cold war era 
downtown Louisville, Kentucky to kind of home base ourselves. We're kind of looking to like grab a main area, main city and kind of build off on that um, and, and kind of use that as our stomping grounds and kind of develop the area. So you guys said that you guys are a team of mercenaries under the forensics of universal cosmology and knowledge united. You guys have your own small operating base that you established in downtown Louisville. And you said it was kind of a apartment complex that you guys took for an area, right? Could you describe that for me? What, what were you guys envisioning for this base in this apartment complex? Yeah. So what I, what I imagine we did, we got four rooms that were next to each other. So two next to each other on the first floor and then two next to each other on the second floor. And then just knocked out all the walls and floors in between them, because what are consequences? And just made it into a double-decker, like, a bunch of, like, metal framing and stairs. Uh, just research base, essentially. We got the superior suite. Yeah. <laughs> Homemade. So my next thing with that is, do you guys just have, like, each bedroom on one floor? Or do you, one of you own like the left half and one on the right half or one of you on the second floor and one on the first floor? Like, what's that look like? I like to imagine it that each of us kind of has like a room to ourselves, but the rest is just filled with a bunch of fucking equipment. It was just like open. Yeah, it's a real nice yeah. open concept. We just redid the flooring in there. And by redid the flooring, we just tore that shit up. <laughs> Are you guys on the first floor? Because your street that you're on has like bottom markets, like like subway stations, China food, vendors and gas, whatever, all across. And you guys are above that. Or do you think that you're on the ground floor? I think um, Sandman uses what used to be the bathroom of the top right room. And has essentially moved everything but the toilet and just put a bed where the uh, bathtub used to be. So you sleep next to where you shit. Yes. <laughs> so do you do you guys think you're like above a, a restaurant and food place? Or do you guys think you're on the ground floor, like a walk out to the street? And then like on the back, you have a walk out to an alleyway? Or do you think there's like in the back a kind of emergency fire escape ladder and you're above a, a food restaurant? Or what are you guys thinking? I'm thinking that we're kind of like above like some type of restaurant with near the back of the building having like a, like, as you said, like a fire escape that kind of goes down to the alleyway street level. But also we probably built little passages and ways down in there. So if you're above it, what, what food, what food restaurant is it? What, what thing is it? Maybe not food. Maybe it's a convenience store. What's below you guys? Uh, gunk and funk fast food gunk and funk fast food hell yeah i i think it'd be really fun if they sold like everything fast food related you could think of knock off of every burger every style of fries everything they have one of everything the menu is way too long it's like the qr code you have to scan on your phone there's no menu so you go in for fast food but you have to pull up your phone half of the kitchen in the back is just oil fryers if you can deep fry it they will fry it for you Ooh, I like that. Okay. Wait, so is this pretty much just like Jones barbecue and foot massage that's downstairs? <laughs> <laughs> um so this gunk and funk. Um do you guys go there often? Cuz 
you guys are the floor above it and they would hear the construction. I almost imagine like they would, the owner or whoever the workers probably would file complaints or want to talk to you. Like, what do you think that relationship dynamic is? I don't think that Sandman ever goes there because he has his uh, bathroom in the room with him. Okay. What about Mouse? I don't think you could stomach it. That's the issue there. Mouse fucking loves that food. Ah. But it fucking kills him. Literally. So we'll get to that later on in the gameplay. But So essentially in Fist, um, you can roll completely for your characters. And we have a little Gello set up a macro for it. Uh, to roll for fast insurgents if your person dies. Um, but there are so many traits that basically give you your powers and your stats. Um, and ever, since we have two people, everybody has chosen three. Both of them have chosen three. And let's just say that the traits they have received are very good at certain things and very terrible at living a normal life. They are they are bad members functioning in society. They are horrible next door neighbors. Uh, but we're pretty good at killing shit and renovating. <laughs> um, it's, it's almost like when you when you guys are doing like the the renovating is mouse like wearing soundproof headphones and jackhammering the floor, not knowing what's going on. I, I like to think that. Mouse kind of just went on a walk around the block, came on back, helped move some shit, went on another walk around the block while the jackhammer was going. Sandman has taken a lot of power tools here. He's <laughs> gotten a few noise complaints. You know, I would also like to imagine that a few things from the kitchen downstairs went missing during this renovation and have found their way into our apartment, such as the fryer in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> This is starting off so bad. (laughs) Holy holy shit. You said funk and dunk, right? Funk and dunk. Gunk and funk. Gunk and funk. Gunk and and funk. The gunk comes first and the funk comes later. (laughs) Your relationship with this person, I presume, is negative. For the most part. Depends on the day. Yeah, I would say you don't buy anything. Things have gone missing since you moved in, and you guys are using jackhammers in an apartment complex. (laughs) On the second floor, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, so that's... The absurdity of this is really starting to kick in. I would also (laughs) like to think that we only do construction during business hours. (laughs) Yeah, you guys strictly abide by noise, like noise ordinance. So like once it hits that like 10 p.m. cutoff, you stop. But they're open like like 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. So the whole time it's just jackhammer. I think what we did is we got Mouse to like figure out when everyone's home and when the uh, the landlord is like listening to extremely loud music on his headphones. And we just picked the time when as few people would be there as possible to start using the jackhammer. Okay, yeah, I like that. So do you guys want to, like, come up with a name for this food owner, or just, I don't, I don't feel like you would interact with him enough to really need to establish them. I would feel like he's told us his name multiple times, but we just do not fucking care or remember. We just call him Gunk or Funk. 
Yeah. <laughs> the goat guy. Sometimes bunk, because we can't remember what the fucking place is called below us. So if you're doing this, what is what is your landlord that they have for you renting this apartment? How do they feel about you guys? Or do you guys pay them off with like the, the F you money, fuck you money? Or do you like sweet talk <laughs> sweet talk your way out of it? What do you guys think is the dynamic? I would like to think that the major plot twist is that it is the shop owner. Oh, God. You want the shop owner to also be the <laughs> landlord? Oh, no. All right, that's canon. That's canon. Okay, okay. The shop owner is the landlord. Yeah, he... Yeah, uh, he used to live on the second floor, but he was offered so much money from you guys with duffel bags of cash that he gave you the second floor and moved him and his seven kids up to the fourth floor. So now he has to walk down extra stairs to get to work every morning. And he doesn't know about the shortcut in our apartment. So you guys, you guys have like, like, like an escape hatch or like a thing on the, on the second floor. Um, now in just the middle of this common area that you, that you knocked out, that is a hatch you can open and like drop a ladder down into the restaurant. And you guys just maybe, maybe when you leave, you just go down this ladder for no I fucking, I think it's a fire pole. A yeah, fire pole into that. the restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> but it goes into, like, the janitor's closet. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine that at this point, he, like, cemented it off. I don't think he would... The noise alone? That would be so loud. Oh, does he know about the fire pole? It's a fire pole into his restaurant. I would presume he would know about it if he had the fire pole into his restaurant from the second floor. Is it retractable? We could... Can we make it retractable? <laughs> There would need to be a clearing. Do you think it's like a the floor like slides open and then the pole like shoots down and then yeah. you like click a button and the pole shoots up and then you close the lid and you're like in the, the supply closet of his restaurant? Yeah, it's like a it's on a like 10 second timer. You click the button, you slide down. So did you guys make this? Or was it here? This is a standard issue. I like to think that uh, fuck you Hired some contractors that came on in. They took forever. There was a little bidding war there to see how long they could keep the contract going. But they eventually got the job done. And we figured, let's put it in the janitor's closet because a place that fucking fries everything, how often do they really clean? Let's be honest here. So you guys just leave to go on missions and shit and just come out of his janitor closet every time. <laughs> <laughs> what the I fuck he's not a very observant landlord <laughs> what can i say oh my god so you definitely know like a little bit about him if he's your landlord and the food restaurant owner and you guys go to his place to leave um what does he look like i think he has uh what do you call it like short curly black hair a much longer curly black beard i think his name is gerard and he's got a perpetual smile on his face that dims slightly whenever he sees either one of us. <laughs> you see, like, the side of it start to lower, the left side of his face, like, becomes a little sullen, and then it bounces back. He's like, hey, how are you guys doing today? What's the voice for? Hey. Hey, you guys need anything? We had some complaints that you guys were doing a lot of loud noises last night. Sandman shakes his head no. Okay, I like that. I'll keep that. <laughs> that's the voice um, of Troy. Hey, that's that's what I'm going to tell myself every time to get into his voice. Hey, beautiful weather we're having. 
Um, can you guys keep it the fuck down? Holy shit, you guys are loud last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Um, yeah, so you guys, if you guys want to move on, you guys are happy with your apartment and stuff. I think we can move on into the getting the mission phase okay. of, of everything. So I like to say that you guys are kind of new as a group, right? Uh, maybe you did a few small things, um, but you're, you're a pretty new group that FU has like kind of paid and gave you money bags and sent you to this area and you guys set up shop and made your own renovations and, you know, got to, got to know each other, but really haven't done anything crazy. Do you think you, you guys would go like out to eat at all? Or what do you guys think you would be doing on say a Monday night? What would you be doing for dinner? Monday night dinner, uh, Sandman would have suggested, uh, a Cuban place to accommodate to accommodate for uh, Mouse's tastes. Yeah, I would like to think that Mouse would get the same thing that Sandman would, but would beg and plead with the delivery guy to make sure that there is no seasoning whatsoever <laughs> on this at all, because pepper is spicy. Oh God! Oh yeah, and you said order so. Yeah, so like it's a it's it's a Monday night, right? Like the storms are rolling over. It's a little bit rainy. What are you guys doing in this? Describe your living room arrangement. What does it look like? I would like to imagine that right behind each door, we have a blown up picture of what it used to look like as a facade that you can see when we just crack the door open a bit. That is on wheels, and we can just roll to the side. That's and actually then, really funny. Uh, also taped to the back of the door is uh, both of the names that we use that we used to uh, essentially buy these rooms separately. So they're all written on the back of the doors. Oh I would God. also like to think that there's a hat rack also right behind the door that has different fake beards and hats. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are chilling doing Lord fucking who knows what on this Monday night and uh, the door knocks uh, and you presume it's your food. Sandman is going to answer the door, pulls it open, cracks it slightly, looks in with a blank expression on his face. Here, uh, are you Marquise? He nods. All right. Yeah. If, uh, here you go. And he tries to open the door a little bit to kind of hand it to you through the crack. So he keeps his foot behind the door and he motions to the guy to turn it sideways so that he can pull it through. Oh, you know, if I, if I turn it sideways, it's all going to get all jimbled and jambled. I can't just, you know, just, uh, and he starts like slowly pushing it and you see him like, yeah, he, he's kind of questioning if he wants to turn it sideways or not. Sandy reaches through the door and just points at the uh, food and then points at the ground in front of the door. Mouse is just watching from like the next room, just <laughs> trying to keep it together, not laughing. <laughs> so, so you see like this Cuban food like tilted at a 45 degree angle as he like stops and he's not really sure what to do. Uh, and he lowers it to the ground and hands you a pin and a piece of paper for you to sign. Sandman takes it. Uh, Goes to the back of the door, looks at the name on the door, quickly signs it, and then gives back the receipt and uh, the money needed for the food. You see him, you know, pocket it up and walk off uh, down the hallway. So you guys go and sit down on your little couch's dinner table, whatever the setup is. 
And when you take out your to-go containers, you see um, as you kind of go to pop it open that your fingers feel a small indent and can feel indentations kind of written and sketched into the top of these containers. As Mouse opens the box, he feels the bumps on the fucking top of the thing. He grabs Sandman's chicken because he has no seasoning or nothing on his and then smears it across the lid. <laughs> Did you say you grab his chicken? <laughs> Not the sauce containers that are in the bottom of well, it. You I'm grab his chicken. Dirty on the chicken. <laughs> I actually like to imagine that like when you have your bag and you pull out your food, you see at the bottom of the bag is just a massive heaping pile of like sriracha sauce oh. and like like <laughs> hot sauce and salt and pepper and like all these crazy I mean, those those aren't crazy, right? But like the crazy sauces and spices all in the bottom of your bag. And um, and Sandman has none like Sandman has none in his bag at all. It's just it's just empty. But, but your chicken does have have this have the sauce on it to allow you to grab that. Got it. Um, and as you write it out, it actually shows um, a, an address for you guys to go to and a time on it saying to meet actually about 20 minutes from now. Uh, in the middle of the park nearby. Don't even give us fucking time to eat. Sandman just grabs a handful of chicken and rice and shoves as much of it as he can in his mouth before grabbing his things and heading to the door. I'd like to think that Mouse literally just picks up the styrofoam container, puts a fork in it, and then just starts walking. <laughs> the, the two types of people. <laughs>